0: Welcome, everyone, to the Good Improv Show. It's happening right here, right now on gradio.ca.
1: Edmonton's best local station.
0: We're going to do some sketch comedy for you, but the twist is
2: we are going to make it up right off the top of our heads.
1: So kick back and get ready to have some fun.
0: <laughs> I've just been looking at my schedule here, and I want to schedule a final dinner with you guys.
1: Final dinner? Yeah. Yeah. Are you moving?
0: No, no, I'm not moving now. No.
1: Just not going to have dinner with us anymore? Or what?
0: No, we'll still be having dinner, I'm hoping, for many years. So why a final dinner? Well, my schedule, which I have planned out, that has me moving in the year. Let's see here. That has me moving in about uh, 14 years, as you can see, I when I will be forced out of my home because of a scandal in the neighborhood. You've scheduled that? Yeah, yeah, that's right there on the schedule. You've scheduled a scandal. Yeah, I gotta have a reason to leave the neighborhood, right?
1: Dan, I feel like you've taken this whole plan your life thing a little too far. I mean, there's no room for left for spontaneity. Seven o'clock spontaneity. You have spontaneity in your schedule here, but why don't you? Why did you
2: schedule like getting a great job or something, and that's why you move out of the neighborhood? Why? Why'd you have to schedule a scandal? I mean, that just seems... Like, putting yourself through a, a
0: a lot of pain and hurt. Well, okay, okay. I, I thought you guys would have more questions about what type of scandal it was. Well, I,
2: just any scandal is bad. I mean, that's why they call it a scandal. I mean, you could you could schedule, I won the lottery. Or you could schedule, uh, you know, I'm going to follow my dream and become a tour guide in, on Everest. There's or, nothing
0: scandalous about any of well, that. Well, that's my
2: point. I mean, why are you scheduling a scandal? Did you have a plan as to what scandal
0: it was? Of course. I have been planning my life down to the moment, all Even right? Even the negative things, you've Everything. Been planning. you planning. You've got to be ready because when negative things come at you, you've got to be ready to react, right? Remember when your dad died? That took you completely by surprise. Me, I have my father dying in four years. Right wow. here, scheduled in. Oh, Ready to go.
1: If he's not sick or ill in any way, are you planning on just euthanizing him?
0: Good Lord, no, I have him scheduled to die from uh, a bowel obstruction, it looks like here. Oh. What are we having? For our final dinner? Yeah. Thank you. Good, I'm glad. Glad you didn't try to put input in, because that's already been scheduled, all right? Yeah, I was just It's curious. roast beef, baby carrots, and some fresh peas. Hmm. That, that sounds, sounds pretty good. Pretty nice perhaps. meal, you know? Yeah.
1: I don't know if I choose this as my final meal, but... It's well, it's right. not our
0: final meals. It's our final meal with
1: him. Well, according to this is going to be my final meal, because Dan says Jordan dies on the schedule right after the Die meal. Die
0: right after the meal? I didn't want to say that, but I mean, yeah, okay, yeah. I have him scheduled to choke on the roast beef. Uh, then why wouldn't I just not eat the roast beef? What's part of the schedule. It's our final meal together. Am I scheduled to have anything neat happen to me? I've been through a rough patch lately. Yes, Justin, you know something incredible happens to you. You will lose your left arm. Oh, uh, that, well, that doesn't sound neat. That sounds more awful. Well, you got uh, three weeks to get accustomed to that. Luckily, I'm right-handed. Well, let me tell you about uh, five weeks from now, then. Oh, no. Yeah, unfortunately, the right hand also goes.
2: Is it the same way or a completely different Totally
0: thing? different way. Do you want another way?
2: No, I'd, I'd rather be surprised. Okay. Thanks, that's though. That's understandable.
1: You must have a lot of different drafts of the schedule kicking around because there's no way you could possibly predict every random
0: He's putting it in pen, too. Yeah, this that's, is in pen. This in is the pen. master list right here. Wow.
2: Out of curiosity, what would happen if something didn't go according to schedule?
0: What if, say, I didn't lose my arm, for example?
1: Or if I didn't die after dinner.
0: I mean, I guess I could push you losing your arm back to maybe Saturday, but, you know, this is going to really upset the balance here, okay? I've got a lot of things moving here, okay? All right, that's understandable. I still have my whole family to worry about here, too, right? Like, my wife is going to be passing away here in a little while. Oh, no. Is she sick? No, she's got about 45 years left. Don't worry. Oh, Don't you worry. Foul obstruction for her, too, though. Wow. Wow. Yeah.
1: Such a common way to go.
0: That's it. You know, it just runs in my family. You spelt it once. You might as well just keep spelling it. I'll admit that parts of the schedule are a bit derivative of other parts of the schedule. Yeah.
2: I mean, it just seems like it's rehashing old ground, not really, you know, bringing anything new out. I mean, just look at me. I lo- I'll lose an arm. And then oh, what happens a while later? I lose another arm. No, it's I mean, a
0: hand. The second one's a hand. Oh, the second one's so just it's a hand. slightly different at least. Slightly different. Yeah. Lose a little
1: less on that one. Ah, it
2: just seems a little derivative, a little superfluous, right? A little I don't know, it just seems like it's like not well thought out or imagined. It's like you have no new ground to hash, no new ideas to cover, so you're just repeating the old ideas.
0: It's I don't called know. efficient scheduling, all right? When you find something that works, you go with it. Now I know how long it takes for you to lose your arm. Looks like you have about uh, Three hours scheduled for that to go. Right. The hand, I can probably get it down to an hour and a half. Plus, that helps. We never have to shake hands again. You know how much time that saves in the schedule? Probably a lot. A lot.
1: Adding them up. Cumulative, yeah. We shake hands every time we meet.
2: Hey, is it say there when I have to go to the bathroom? Because I feel like I have to go to the bathroom soon.
1: Oh, my
0: God. You should have been in the bathroom like 15 minutes ago.
1: Uh, uh, thank you for joining my colleague and I here in the security room at the airport. I'm sorry we had to pull you off of your plane. But we need to speak with you about a very urgent matter. Your hair has been classified as a Schedule Five narcotic.
0: This this isn't this isn't mine. This isn't my hair. I I'm wearing somebody else's wig. I had a hair transplant from a friend. Uh huh. Oh. I, I I I I'm actually bald. Mm-hmm. 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 This is a bunch of spaghetti,
2: sir. We're gonna have to search you. Yeah, no, no, I don't, shave you. I don't
0: want you to search me. I don't want you to search me, okay? Don't look under my arms. Do not look under my arms.
2: Look, sir, we got a pair of clippers right here. We'll just shave you.
1: Or you can shave yourself, but you can't save yourself.
0: What the hell is this? A shakedown, huh? You guys want a couple
1: of tufts? Is that what we're talking about here? Are you trying to bribe of TSA officials?
0: Uh, yeah, you're trying to bribe us. And with what, first of all? I'm just saying, you know, a guy walks through airport security, maybe some of his hair falls out. You guys come along and sweep that up. Maybe I'm at the barber. You know, I'm at the barber shop. You guys come in. You, Oh, I uh, found something down there. It was a dime I thought I saw. Nope, just a bunch of hair. Oh, well, I'll put that in my pocket instead.
1: You would try to bribe a TSA agent? A gram of your hair has a street value of over a million dollars. Well, yes, the value of it is why I was using it as a bribe. A million dollars?
2: Yes. Are you sure about that?
1: Uh, yeah, Yeah, I'm sure. It's up to date. I know street knowledge. I got knowledge from the street.
2: A million?
0: Yeah.
1: Thereabouts.
2: My house isn't near that expensive. That's a whole house.
0: Yeah. Look, I can tell you guys are considering the bribe heavily, so I'm going to sweeten the deal, all right? You guys each get a gram on my hair. I'll pull out four of my pubes for each of you, huh?
1: How much are his pubes? Those are worth less because they're, you know... They're pubes. They're pubes, but... It's still got value. Ten G's. Ten G's? A pube. Ten G's a pube? Yeah. On the street.
0: I hear you guys are considering the offer. It's not quite sweet enough yet. What about this, huh? I pull out two eyelashes for each of you. Huh? How about some of your teeth? Are his teeth worth anything?
1: No, teeth aren't...
2: Teeth? What I the hell I kind just, of savage are you? I'd still like to see it, though. How about a couple teeth?
0: All right, but not the good ones, not the front ones, only no, the ones in the back. a molar, a molar. Okay, we'll we'll yeah, a be molar. reasonable here. This is going to be awesome.
2: Get the floby All right. You can get back on your plane now, sir.
0: Okay. I'll go on to my plane now. My body's completely shaved now. No more hair on me, officers.
1: No, no more Nothing hair I on can him, do, huh? <laughs> A little grow. Oh, you're sniffing there. What? Sniffing your nose. Grab the nose trimmers. No, I come got...
0: on. Just leave me with the nose hair at least. Something to see to get it started. No, you sons of bitches. Get in his ears, too. Oh, you coppers are going to pay for this. And the knuckle hair.
2: All right. Looks like he has alopecia now.
1: All right. You're free to go. <laughs> i'm gonna admit it i brought you out here to be killed by man-eating tigers but they're obviously running a little behind because they were supposed to attack 10 minutes ago
0: Jeez. incredibly rude
1: you know you try to find good help these days and these tigers were highly rated well, i
2: mean i just i just i feel bad for you because you clearly brought us out here with a, a, a plan in mind, and then you know, just because of a scheduling conflict, here we are still alive and no tigers. It's must be really awkward.
1: Well, it is awkward for me as a supervillain. I want to be able to provide a terrifying experience yeah. to well, spies that infiltrate my hidden lair. Can
0: I? Can I then say something here? I actually broke out of my shackles on the way here. What? Yeah, I was gonna. When the tigers came out, they were gonna jump at me. I was going to choke a tiger with yeah, the shackles, open cool. you up, and then we're yeah. off we go, right? You know, like
2: secret agents do.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, this is why I instructed my henchmen to go with the premium shackle, and not the regular shackle. But no, they never listened to me.
2: It sounds like a lot of these things could be solved by just you know,
0: just an assistant.
2: Yeah, just just someone looking after these things. I mean, you've you, I mean, you've clearly got a lot on your plate. You've got the space laser thing going on. A whole volcano lair to take care of. You've got of. the
0: two top super spies here. You're trying yeah, to take out and get yeah, killed. I mean, I mean you there's don't a
2: lot need to do. To be looking after details like when are the tigers coming, and and where are we getting our manacles from? I mean, you should have people under you to do that stuff. Well, you know what?
1: I have an assistant, and his name is Perry. But I will obviously be firing him, getting a gun, and naming my gun my assistant.
0: Yeah, that's that's fair. I, I hate to pry into your supervillainry. You know, you seem to have a an idea of what you want to do. But I just shooting the two top super spies in the world. That's your backup there. The tigers don't show up, and you're just going to shoot us. I yeah. mean, listen, I don't want to tell you how to kill us, okay? But we're in the jungle already. Maybe a punji pit. Oh yeah, something hey, a little oh, more fitting. Oh yeah, that's that's good. That would take a
1: long time to dig, though.
0: That's why you have it in advance,
1: right? Yeah, you, you don't have to say, ready. "Oh, the tigers! I got the tigers, so everything will be fine." Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. You, you have you have plans. You have backup plans. That's why plans, you need right? that assistant. You know, yeah, like the, an assistant. Could have this ready for you. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. The tigers didn't arrive. Well, let me see what else I have for you. Oh, I have a punji bit. Easy.
1: This is the great advice that I never get from my meetings with the Legion of Evil.
0: How often are you shooting henchmen who give you advice?
1: Well, uh, not often in the past, but I really stepped it up lately. Right.
0: See, that's probably a lot of what it is. You know, you scare them and suddenly they're not giving their best ideas. They're just saying yes to everything for fear that you're going to go crazy and shoot them. And that's right? the
1: thing. No, no business has
2: ever done well surrounded by yes men, right? You need to have true. people who have ideas and be open to those ideas. This is a quote from uh, Jim Henson. He said, you hire people whose talent you respect and then you stand
0: back and let them do what you hired them to do. Yeah, that's the thing. You really don't need to be here for this killing, right? This should have just been handled by some henchmen. Yeah. Taking out this routine stuff, routine stuff. A couple of super spies break in. Great, no problem. They're already handled. The system's got them.
2: Yeah, it's just like us. You know, like when we're going into a place, uh, we're not looking up, you know, where the entrance is and stuff. We got people to do that, and they wire that information in. Because if we had to handle it, it would just be too much on our plates, you know?
1: Well, you guys are already dealing with laser grids. Exactly. Uh hidden darts and things. All right, I'll, I'll look into this. Jim Henchman, is that what you said Jim, his name Jim, was? Jim,
2: Jim Henson. He's dead, but I it mean... It did kind of
0: sound like you said henchman, though, at the it time. It did,
2: well, I mean, maybe
0: I was thinking henchman. All right, <laughs> henchman! Uh. I'm ready to take my boxing career to the next level. I think it's time I get a cool nickname. And I was thinking Dan the Typhoon. Because I always, like, swing my arms around wildly when I box. And I spit a lot, too, so it's all wet, and they're spinning and stuff, mm, yeah, so Typhoon I kind of
2: fits. see where Typhoon would go. I didn't want to show you this, but you've already got a nickname. What? Yeah, the press covered your last match. You know how you needed your shoes, and you didn't have any new shoes? And then I said, oh, those old ones will be fine. That was great advice. I guess the microphone picked up. They were squeaking a bit. So Well, I mean, look at the headlines. Dan Squeaky Moser.
0: That's what they chose. Yeah. That has nothing to do with my boxing prowess no, whatsoever. No. Dan or my unusual Moser. style. Nope. So there's a lot wrong with that
2: nickname. Squeaky is what they went with. It's in all the papers. It's in the Globe and Mail, in the Star.
0: It's even in Coffee News. They want Squeaky Dan, they're going to get him. We cut to after the next fight. As you can see, I've crossed the threshold. I've now fully embraced the squeak. That ring was squeaking. My shoes were squeaking. I had a couple of squeaky things in my hands. Yeah. Yeah, you went all out with it. You went all out with the squeaking. When I was knocked out and I landed on that canvas, a squeak so loud. You haven't seen
2: the papers today, have you? I don't read the papers anymore. This one sports column writer wrote a story, and this is his first sentence. We all expected Dan Moser to be knocked out.
0: And I gave them what they wanted.
2: And it goes on. And almost as if on schedule, he hit the canvas. Yes, Dan, the on-schedule Moser strikes again. And then everyone ran with it. I, like in the sun, in the Fine. Globe and Mail, coffee news. You're Dan, the on-schedule Moser now. That's
0: what they're seeming Fine. to be calling you. That's what they want from me? Then that's what they got! We cut to after the next fight.
1: Wow, it's an amazing paper. I know.
0: Yeah. Well, gentlemen. Oh, hey. Here I am. Yep, right on schedule. That's
1: <laughs> <right>. <laughs> Silent Dan Moser.
0: Yeah. I've replaced my What? Yeah. Silent Dan.
1: That's what they're calling you.
0: Why are they calling me that now?
1: Cuz you're so silent. Yeah, so they, quiet. They
0: didn't hear any
2: squeaks, so Silent
0: Dan. They went Moser. back to the squeaks?
2: I thought they would be Well, they they didn't know. They they, they noticed the absence of the squeaks.
1: You know, the newspaper's got a schedule. They probably plan these nicknames weeks in advance. Oh, yeah,
0: it's all it's all political. Perfect. They'll get what they want. We cut to after the next fight!
1: Can you believe they're calling him Pin Drop now? I know.
2: He, just, he didn't make any sound when he hit the canvas.
1: Yeah, but they didn't want to regurgitate nicknames. Yeah, so. it's a Pin Drop.
0: Oh, hey, Dan. Really put him on a quandary that time, didn't I? They went with Pin Drop, which is just another way of saying silent. I've got those bastards now. We cut to after the next fight. Maybe you should start winning fights instead of worrying about your nickname. Dan, pin drop Moser. Oh, does um, what he needs to do. Have you seen the paper today? We haven't seen the paper today. I don't today. read the paper
2: anymore. Oh, well, it's just as well. It's
1: Dan the paper boy now.
2: Dan the paperboy Moser because they've changed your name in the paper so many times. I and
1: mean, then you crumple like paper when you get hit.
0: I was crumpling like paper before. Apparently they just noticed it. All right, then. How often are you training? I've been training daily, all right? I've been looking at what people are calling me. I've been trying to pivot away from that. All right, well, I got you. Or lean
2: into it. I got you another fight, all right? So show them what the paper can
0: do, all right? The paper boy. They'll see. We cut to the next fight. Extra, extra, read all about it. Dan the paper boy shows up on time for fight and then remains completely silent. Squeak-oop. So what do you think about that, huh? Huh? What are they gonna say now? Well, see, here's the thing. They um,
1: here's tomorrow's edition.
0: They noticed
2: how you fought. You know, whirling your arms around, spinning a lot. They've gone with typhoon.
0: God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> You've reached the end of this episode of The Good Improv Show, but don't worry. We'll be back next Saturday right here on gradio.ca. Edmonton's best local station. If you liked
2: what you heard, check out some of our past episodes on goodimprov.com. You can also catch us on all the social
0: medias. That's at goodimprov. Come and leave us a message and say hey.
1: We have so much gratitude for you listeners. Thank you so much for checking us out. If you enjoyed this episode or any of the episodes you've listened to, please share them with your friends. Give us a like and hit that subscribe button.
0: That would be so nice, thank you.